Hey there, hi there, ho there. It's Friday, May 19th, 2023. Looking to be a good one. Oh, yeah. Wish I could play the saxophone. You know, John Mayer, before he got himself in a bunch of trouble for saying stupid stuff, um, he and his band would call the saxophone the bitch whistle. I thought that was funny. And not in an objective way. I just think it's a funny name, Bitch Whistle. Um, I'm sure they had their own reasons for doing that. But then John Mayer said a bunch of stupid stuff and kind of trashed his own reputation. Um, I like John Mayer music. I do. Uh, it's, it's good, you know, it's got its place. And when I'm in that mode, I enjoy it. I really do. Rained a little last night uh, here, and um, I'm not normally tuned into the weather, but i got to be honest with you, I'm tired of being cold. We have these stretches where we get like these 70s and 80s, and then we get like a 58, 63-degree day, and it feels so freaking cold compared to everything else. I wanted to have the windows open so bad yesterday. It was like 67, and the just but the breeze was just chilly all day. It's never, never felt awesome yesterday. So now, um, J.D. Rudd on Spectrum News 1 <laughs> is promising a great stretch of weather. And that guy loves. I've never seen anybody who loves the weather so much. And it's not even like a fake loves the weather. I mean, this guy just loves the weather. He is excited. all When, it, when there's storms, I mean, they, this guy has just got an erection he can't contain. He's just, he loves it. He loves, he loves beautiful weather. He loves crummy weather. He loves it all. Weather is exciting to him. Now, we're all interested in it because we want to know what happens when we go outside. You know, what do I need to wear? What do I need to, there's some sort of preparation. There's some reason why we need to know about the weather every day. But he's just like, oh, what is it going to do tomorrow? He's like, I don't know. Uh, I, Lisa said the other day, I wonder what that guy's like around the house. <laughs> uh, good question. I, we should interview his wife one day. Um, a few days ago, I started uh, telling jokes. I was feeling a little out of the joke loop. Like I, I used to hear them on a somewhat regular basis. Um, and now I never hear any good jokes. Uh, maybe I don't hang around with funny people. Um, but th- that's not really their fault, by the way. That's I, I, Like I should bring some funny every once in a while. But I just didn't feel like, I mean, I don't, I don't know any good jokes or whatever, and I'm not hearing them. So, um, I I just went out and started looking for some good jokes, and I told a bunch the other day, and now I'm going to tell one every single day. And this is today's joke. Ready? What do you call a parade of rabbits hopping backwards? A receding hairline. I wish I was a little louder, don't you? A receding hairline. There it goes. That's a little bit better. Yeah, that's it, man. I hope you're not disappointed. I, by the way, I laughed hard at that joke, but I've now, like, I'm hardened to it. I'm a little callous. I wish someone else could put the jokes in front of me and then I could read them for the first time when I'm doing this. Um, but I got a whole bunch of them. Most of them are going to be short form like that, but I got a couple longer ones. In fact, today I got a little bit of a problem I'll tell you about. Um, I've been asking people what they would do if they won or just came upon, came into like a hundred million dollars. And 
I was going to start using those today and going forward. But I promised them that because they were they were embarrassed or weirded out by potentially being on the podcast. So I promised them that I would let them hear it before I used it. I forgot. I forgot to send it to them. And so I had it all set up this morning. And I'm like, oh. So kind of thwarted my plans a little bit. Um, but it's coming. Uh, so I'm running a little late with that. Running late with the carne asada cook-off. Talk about that a little bit later on. Just the podcast is becoming stressful. Better talk about what I'm grateful for. I'm kidding. It's not becoming stressful. I just, I simply don't care. I just think they'd be fun things to talk about. Um, And I did spend some time this morning journaling and talking and, and writing down and taking in what I'm grateful for. Some of these things are, are pretty serious and some of them are just, I, I, I just happy for them. Um, last night I was watching, we're way behind on it, but I was watching the TV program, The Voice. And I really like The Voice. I used to love American Idol, but I, I, I struggled a little bit with the cheesy and the, you know, the, they would, you know, put on the really bad people. And I don't know, it took a while to get to the good. Um, and The Voice was also interesting to me because, you know, there is an element to American Idol where, you know, it's looks, it's the whole thing. And it was interesting that the judges would hear someone singing without being able to see them. And then they would choose whether they wanted them to be a part of the show or not. And uh, the talent is so good. Um, I swear to you, I cry, potentially even sob, uh, almost every episode. Um, there was a girl on there last night that sang an Ella Fitzgerald song that just, oh, it was perfection. And she's young, really young. And it was just absolutely perfect. Um, despite my being broke all the time lately, um, there's been, you know, throughout my adult life, I've made money pretty well until the recession. And then I made money pretty well up until I got into this investment and, and really focused hard on building a, a new business um, that just was suddenly like, wait. And now we're waiting. Um, so then I had to scramble and I, I'm, I like my ability to make money. I'm grateful for it um, because I can you know, quickly just go make some bridge a gap. Sometimes it doesn't happen on time though. Like you go and you do the work, but then it's going to take somebody 30 days paying. You're like, Oh, I needed that money sooner. So that, that's the little bit of my struggle right now. But <clears throat> I am, uh, I am grateful for that. I, I'm grateful that I can, you know, kind of just flip a switch and make some money. That's, that's nice to be able to have that. Um, I'm grateful for my problem-solving skills. I think I'm pretty good at solving most problems. Um, you can get mad about a problem, but then you just got to dig in and fix it. Um, and so kind of, I like that. Um, I can tell you about some funny problems I had yesterday with birds. I took care of that shit. I Sorry. Uh, I took care of that right away. Um, the rain last night, I was grateful for that. We, we needed the rain, first of all. Um, and... Now we don't have to water the plants outside. I like that too. It's uh, it's sort of like God did the work for us. <laughs> uh, grateful for sleep. I didn't get much last night. 
So it makes me feel like, oh, I really, really love sleep so much. I love it. I love it. I'm missing it. Why didn't I get so much sleep last night? Well, let me explain pockets of methane gas going throughout the room that were so, I think, I think one of them woke me up out of a dead sleep. I am not kidding. I'm not going to tell you who the culprit was, but it wasn't me. It wasn't a dog. <laughs> but no warnings, no apologies, no nothing. Just deal with it. And I'm telling you, oh, I mean, you know, the, like the thing you want to do when something smells so bad like that is you want to put your head under the covers, but that would be the worst thing you could do. It would be like giving yourself a Dutch oven. <laughs> it was it was awful. And it definitely um, kept me up once, and I'm pretty sure it woke me up once. It just, if you don't know what methane gas is, especially when it seeps out one's anus, uh, yeah, I don't know if you go look that thing up or not. I don't know. Just it was somebody was farting. All right, just that's the way it is, and it was it was god awful. It was really, really, really tough. That was kind of a combo grateful, what's eating kale kind of thing. What's eating kale is not always negative, by the way. In fact, today we'll have a couple of fun ones. Uh, I also promised yesterday that I was going to start um, letting everybody know how late our investment is in paying off because we received a communication on March 17th saying, you should start receiving your, your payments in 45 days. Well, it is May 19th. About, um, well, I think we're, we're saying that we're going from that communication thinking that Mar- we'll just call March 1st being, or May 1st being the day that we should have gotten our first payments. Um, so we're 16 days late in those payments. And, um, you know, this is a whole startup thing. This is a brand new technology. So things have not always gone to plan. And in fact, I'm being kind because nothing has gone to plan. Um, so we're at 16 days um, past due on the revenue that we should be generating. We should be generating from an, an investment, and we don't have any money from that investment yet. Actually, we've got a couple of small hits here and there, but they were they're not the regular revenues. The regular revenues are supposed to be here now. Um, so day 16, uh, we're 16 days late. So that's the update on that. Enough said. Moving on. Thing number two, that's eating kale. Brett Favre said, what? Why do we care? I, you know, I loved Brett Favre. I loved him. He was just such a fun football player to watch. I think he was good at it. Um, for most of his time with the Packers, it seemed like, he was just kind of a matter-of-factly good old boy, and just I, you just it was hard not to like him. And then he gets traded to the Jets, takes a picture of his penis, sends it to a girl, and it it, it was him boarding the rocket sled, going to a ruined reputation. And he said some stuff about uh, politics, and he said stuff about head injuries and uh, things like that that were you know kind of questionable. And he took the money earmarked for the needy people in Mississippi. Um, and I, I heard, uh, this is months ago, maybe when this first started. Um, I heard a, 
conversation or I read a transcript of a conversation between him and this other guy, uh, you know, this, this guy that was offering him the money. And there's, there was one element in which I would defend him a little bit, um, but then there's another element that you still know better. So the guy was saying, no, people do this all the time. And he was, you know, basically, this is the way we do it. This is the way we get people like you money. And Brett Favre was almost saying, so there's nothing wrong with this. Um, so that would be the only defense. But yet you knew where the money was coming from and you knew better. So that's not a great defense. And just stop being an idiot. You were so much cooler when you... I don't know. When you, I don't know. Just, I don't want to just say when you're a football player, because I'm sure you're more than that as a human being. But man, uh, now he's provided the thing that I saw yesterday. So in my world, the one of the ways I see headlines is I have to go test stuff uh, when I'm working on some um, programming or some sort of module or app for someone. When I go to test it in a in a I tested in a few browsers if it's web-based. And lately I've been doing that a little bit more. And so I have to go to a different browser. And when you open up a new window in that browser, boom, there's all these headlines. And I see them and, you know, I take note. I might spend a minute just looking around. They're usually ridiculous ones. Um, but now there's been a bunch of quotes from him in an interview he did about how he, he thinks the country is definitely better off with Donald Trump and, I don't care what you think about Donald Trump. I don't, you know, if you think that he's done no wrong and you're on that side of the fence, great. If you think he can do no right, that that's that has nothing to do with why. Why is Brett Favre? Why why do we care what Brett Favre thinks about? Why do we think that he's got like um, clout there? Like, you know, it's like me giving political commentate political what do you call that like it'd be like me being a political pundit it'd be dumb i don't have any place i don't study it i don't i don't follow any of it anymore now maybe he thinks he's following it but he's brett Favre. i mean come on <laughs> what do we expect from him uh yeah so anyway this would have been by the way the part of the program where um i would have been you know, playing interviews from people talking about what they would do with their $100 million if they won it in the lottery. Um, but I'm not doing that because I didn't do my job. <laughs> um, but I did. Uh, this is something I plan to do today. Uh, ben Holtz and I, we're doing the carne asada cook-off, uh, which I'll talk about in just a bit. But um, when Ben and I talk, we're talking about this new business and we're talking about, we get into all kinds of conversations. And in, in this instance, we were talking about what two guys like, like us should talk about. We were talking about the Bible. <laughs> uh, both of us are raised Catholic and both of us have our own unique takes on the, uh, you know, more the Bible, and I don't know if there are comments on religion or what have you, but we had this conversation. There's people who believe that 
instead of the Bible being, you know, sent down by God and, you know, these are the words of God. Some people believe that the whole thing was written because it was such a violent and unruly time that this was constructed as a kind of a guide for how to live your life. And that, you know, if you're living outside these lines, you're, you're sinning and, you know, whatever God you, you know, all the, in my opinion, all the religions at their core have some very similar values and then they kind of branch off. And then of course you have your extremes on any one of them, but at the end of the day, you know, it's sort of like this moral guide of how to live your life. Patton Oswalt has a bit on this where he talks about how like it was probably some little scrawny nerd and like the guy, the the guys were raping and pillaging and burning everything down. And they were like, the guy in the sky is going to get you if you keep doing that. And they're like, Oh, and then like like, he wrote a book and like kept writing to like stop this madness from occurring. And he does, obviously it's a really good bit. I'm not doing it justice, but it's impossible to re uh, hash someone else's bit. It's impossible. It's a good one to look up sometime. Uh, I think Bill Burr does a bit on, how like he doesn't like he somebody views him as being crazy because he doesn't believe something and he's like oh but i'll i'll you believe in the guy that went into the tomb covered by the rock and then three days later suddenly you know and he kind of talks about it's it's a big magic trick (laughs) right oh yeah i think that's kind of what he goes on like he's like it had to be written by a nerd it's got too much lore and like too much mystery and like fantasy written throughout it that it feels like almost an action hero comic book yeah like the story of jesus and the things that he was able to pull off that's it's incredible like in even if it was this pristine document that came down from god at one point in time the real problem with the bible in my opinion is and i'm not saying the problem with religion i'm saying the problem with the bible is that it's been in humans' hands for thousands of years, and no one can decipher the actual language that it was written in. Which Bible? Because there's many right. different versions. Right, 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 right. You're doing the King James Bible, then it gets like real fucking serious, and you can't even like I don't know cough. No. Apparently, that's sin. It is. It is. I don't even know why you disagree with that. It just, it just is. <laughs> I, I was raised Catholic, dude. Me too. Recovering Catholic. Yeah. It's, I don't think it, it's like an alcoholic. I'll never actually not be, you know, like I, no. it, it's in there. <laughs> I'll wear these battle scars for life. Yeah. I'll be, I'll be ashamed of things forever. <laughs> Everything is a guilt trip. It is just, it's insanity. Or you can walk away with a couple of Hail Marys. So. Oh yeah. I, I, I wrote a, a thing not too long ago. I did it in a podcast. If God had an app, right? Like it'd be cool if we had an app to, especially for us Catholics, us recovering Catholics where you could see where you stood as far as your sins versus your like, am I going to heaven? <laughs> like <laughs> down to press tax here. How long am I going to be in purgatory? Right. <laughs> Are we talking like a millennia? It's going to be a long time, probably. Is there anything I can do to <laughs> to change my position? Right. And then you could like earn reward points and stuff. So that, <clears throat> that was our conversation yesterday. And I am unprepared for it to end. So that's going to suck. This is a horrible, horrible podcast. And I apologize for its horribleness. I really do. Um. Uh, I was literally drinking coffee when that interview ended right there. 
And it surprised me. And even though it's sitting right here in front of me and I'm watching the little line go, I was completely caught off guard by that. Um, <laughs> almost did a spit take. Like, oh, Jesus, it's, it's over. Um, my apologies. <laughs> it should have been cooler than that. I, I would have ended that by saying, uh, and you can earn, earn reward points. And I, I, I would have said, I, I'm sure that I need Many, many rewards points or something of that clever nature. Anyway, um, that ends up probably the worst episode of What's Eating Kale so far. And while I'm not proud of that, it is what it is. And I promised I wasn't going to do just a ton of editing. And I promised I wasn't going to make this into anything other than it's just for me. And so today we're going to mark this up as something that I learned. And, you know, normally we wouldn't have learning music but i'm learning on the fly right now this is kale learning that i need to be more prepared i need to know when my recorded interviews are going to end <laughs> so i don't sound like a buffoon <laughs> so I don't spit coffee out my nose yeah that was that was bad and i apologize for that um, but um, we do have uh, um, some good stuff coming up and i promise shows will get once again, better, in, if they were ever good. Um, but it, it, at the end of the day, we've got, um, I'm going to try to do this in this amount of time right here, but we're going to have uh, dog trainer and behavioral consultant Carol Sumbry on, and she's going to talk about this mind-blowing thing that if you're, you're probably feeding your dog the wrong way. A couple simple changes, you and your dog are going to be happier. That's coming up this next week. And the carne asada cook-off. Enjoy your day.